It was a boring Wednesday night. Nothing significant happening. I was watching yet another rerun of Law and Order. SVU, of course. One of my favorite all-time television shows. I was busy munching on nachos. The extra cheesy kind. I mean, this was 10 years ago. Back then, I put cheese on everything. Okay, let's face it. I still cheese up everything. On this particular night, I was feeling low. I had lost my job. A layoff from a decline in our economy. At least, that's what they told me. The truth was that I knew, and they knew, but nobody cared to say, is that me and my new manager? We were not on good terms. His narcissistic nature and how he managed the staff clashed with my empathy, and it stirred up years of stored parental narcissistic abuse. I became overworked, overtitled, Overweight, exhausted, angry all the time, and man, I was projecting more than I should have. It was time to go, and the economy was a perfect excuse to sever that relationship. The universe knows what it's doing, but this particular night, I was also pondering on a discussion, or rather should I say, an argument that ensued with a man I was dating. Again, he was another rerun in my life. His core values and my core values didn't agree with one another, and I was constantly excusing behavior that didn't feel good to me as a human. And I was prepping myself to give him his 300th chance. I was alone in the house this night. And the house was quiet behind the noise of the television. But just like a cat whose hair stands on end, I became aware. The energy changed. And my spidey senses drew me to the window facing the front yard. I peered out, wondering if I was half crazy or half on point. Across the street, I noticed it was like the dark night was starting to get darker. Almost like darkness was rolling in. I watched as this darkness started moving towards my home, towards me, and as it just hit the front yard, the outside large bulb lights simply went out, all on their own. I stood there, mesmerized, in this airily scene outside my window, but nothing more happened. Like a tale from Harry Potter, it was as if all the light had gone out in the world, 
and I stood there glued to the window in wonder of what would happen next. I won't say I was afraid, more uncomfortable, unsure. I mean, it was airy, but I just kind of had this knowing that I was safe. I called a friend of mine to tell her of my ghoulish tale, and she laughed at me, (laughs) as she always did when I called her with another one of my ghost stories. Go to bed, she chanted. You're just tired, and you have a lot on your mind. And I did. I did have a lot on my mind, so I decided she was right. Tried to brush it off, laying in my bed in a dark room, wondering. (laughs) I'm going to tell you, it wasn't easy to fall asleep. But somehow my eyes got heavy. And I drifted off into dreamland. At 5 a.m. in the morning, I was woken. At first, I thought it was a dream. I could hear her. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. I opened my eyes, and in a fog, I could see the haze of a white dress standing over me. Wake up, she bellowed. I'm awake, in a total fog. I'm awake, I stated, not really comprehending that anyone should be standing there at all. I lay there, trying to become alive, trying to wake up, becoming more aware, when I heard her loudly, wake up. I shot up in the bed, down the headlights, I stared into her. A woman tall and lean, with long black hair, a white flowy sundress, large, sunken, dark eyes. She looked both angelic and as if she had been through hell. I was not afraid, not even a bit. And this is significant because at this point in my life I was no stranger to apparitions. And yo, I do speak spook easily when I'm first met with ghosts or other energies. But when it's divine, it's just like something deeper inside me knows. My soul knows. And in this particular situation, with this apparition, I was more curious than spooked. I said, I'm awake. I am wide awake. And with that, she whispered, wake up and literally disappeared before my eyes. I sat there in the bed. What in the sugar freaking hill just happened? I mean, I knew her message of wake up wasn't really about me getting out of bed, even if she had just woken me up. I knew it was symbolic. It usually always is symbolic. My first thought, the most important one, was telling me this was about my relationship. Too many chances, too many things to excuse. What I know now, what I didn't know then, was that when it's time to shift, people will either shift with you or they will shift out. And we have to allow them the choice without prompting them to change. But back in those days, 
I was still taking responsibility for changing the world. I was super Aaliyah. (laughs) Without the awareness that I was the one in dire need of changing. I was the one in need of healing. I started to come into the realization that my giving him so many chances was affecting my boundaries of what I considered acceptable. So I threw my hands up into the air and I asked, is that it? Is this what I need to wake up to? This is super easy. I get it. I know what I have to do. And I was met with silence. So I asked into the air of whoever was talking, whoever this female being was, don't people deserve second chances? Isn't that the loving way? Isn't that the spiritual way? And in my mind I heard this beautiful, soft, feminine voice ask more. So I responded, okay, but you know, I've made a lot of mistakes myself and I've been given second, even third chances. I sat with this and to be honest, Something started moving inside of me. It was like emotion was beginning to wallow up inside of me. And I started to cry. I sat with my own judging, my own criticism of myself for all the things that I've done wrong, all the mistakes that I made in the world, all the actions that led to my job loss. I cried, called myself a failure over and over again. And I realized that I was constantly forgiving and giving second chances to people who didn't deserve it because I hadn't yet learned how to truly forgive myself and in turn, give myself that second chance. I was always deciding that I would fail because I decided somewhere within me that I deserved it. And because I couldn't face this pain, which was deep and raw, I would in turn forgive and give others that second chance that I wasn't giving myself. And this is where the dismantling begins. This is where paling back the layers begin. And for me, it would take years to unpack this and fully rise from it. I have to ask you, can you see the correlation in your own life? Can you be honest with yourself enough? You wanting to save others from themselves? Is that less about you being a spiritual, good, loving person? And more about you seeing something less within yourself? Can you sit with it? Can you unpack it? Layer by layer. Where do you hurt? Where? And how are you not nourishing that part of you? When this opens up, I have to ask, do you find yourself judging others? Are you silently judging yourself? Are you critical of others? Unconsciously critical of yourself? Do you always have a need to be right? This one is a hard one. It was a hard one for me. Hard to fully admit. Our righteousness is created to validate our worth, 
when we feel unworthy? Are you allowing behaviors from others that you haven't fully forgiven yourself from? How about abusive behavior? How are you abusing yourself? People sabotaging you? How are you sabotaging yourself? Met with dream crushers? It's time to take some responsibility back. Why are you not allowing yourself to fully pursue your dreams? Mean people? Are you mean to yourself? Skeptical of others? Do you trust in yourself? How about the divine self? This list goes on and on. If you're still listening, can you ask yourself this? Is this my sign? Is this my lady in a white sundress flowing in the breeze, standing before me, beckoning me? Wake up. Wake up. Wake up.